Today's salty episode, I want to piggyback off of the previous episode, number 74, where I was talking about Philip and the eunuch from Ethiopia. I want to go in a little bit deeper on that scripture today and just talk about who we minister to and how that change can have a great ripple effect on their life and the lives of others. Stay tuned and let's go a little bit deeper into Acts 8, 27. ladies. I'm Carrie, a child of God, a wife, and empty nester of 28 years to my rugged mister. We have two handsome and tall tattooed sons, two beautiful daughter-in-laws, and a fantastic grandson. Our marriage almost fell apart about five years ago due to my BS. That's before submission ways. I prayed loudly for God to change him, but I was the one that needed changing. I was mentored and our marriage is now solid, restored, and incredible. It's now my passion to help women not stay in their own BS and understand living life as a godly, submissive wife is amazing. Quick, quick recap. So we have Philip and the angel of the Lord told Philip to arise and go. So Philip went and he met the man from the eunuch from Ethiopia. Acts 8, 27 reads, So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship. Let's break this scripture down then. The eunuch was of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. So what that's telling us is that he was trusted. He was a trusted servant under the queen and he had charge of all her treasury. And so he was even more so trusted because he was in charge of all her money, all her gold, all the things that would have been important to a queen. He had charge over it. So, you know, because he was a man of stature within the queen's realm, that he had a lot of influence amongst the people. As we talked about in the previous podcast, Philip was just assigned to the eunuch. He didn't know specifically who this man was or what his credentials were about. So, you know, I think about that and I think about the life that we live from day to day. And when we're acting in the ministry of availability, and again, go back and listen to the previous podcast episode if you're not sure what that's about. But if we're acting in the ministry of availability and we are making time in our day to be available to other people, just think about the beautiful effect it can have on on more than the person that's that we're talking to at that time. So more than the eunuch that Philip was talking to, that eunuch could have went back and he could have went and told the other servants. He could have told the families of the other servants. He could have told the queen about his interaction with Philip. Think of all the connections that that availability between the eunuch and Philip, that connection, think about that. And all the advanced connections made off of that all telling people about Jesus. In the previous episode, I kept giving the scenario of say you're walking into Walmart and you're there to buy a birthday card. And as you're walking down the card aisle, you make eye contact with a person standing there and they have tears in their eyes. They look a little sad. They look a little withdrawn. 
And what if you take a moment and operate in the ministry of availability and you show that person concern and that you show that person grace, that you show that person Jesus through you? And what if that person was a school teacher? What if that person was responsible for the minds and had influence of the hearts of a bunch of fifth graders, a bunch of 10 and 11 year olds, students that had no have no idea who Jesus is? And what if in that kindness in the card aisle that you prayed with that woman and that it changed her heart that day and that she in turn could go back to her classroom and give witness about Jesus to her kids. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, that could never happen. But you can give witness to G about Jesus to other people without even saying his name. What if the person buying the card was a CEO of a company? A CEO of a company that has a lot of demands on them, maybe is even lonely in the position because when you have a lot of demands on you and you're in a high position in a company, it usually means that you have a lot of people under you. And when you have a lot of people under you, you're not always thought of as the favorite. <laughs> so what if that CEO was standing there and they had just lost their mom? What if that CEO was just torn up inside and had no one to talk about, talk to? What if you were the person that could make a difference in their life? What if in that interaction between you and the CEO, that he was able to go back to his work and he was able to start sharing with others kindness, gentleness, goodness? What if he had a renewed faith in Jesus and he was able to take that and extend it to everybody in his company? Maybe the person in the card aisle is a grandmother and a grandmother that has several grandchildren under her. And what if in a gentle moment, a kind moment that you shared with her, it gave her a renewed hope and she was able to go back to her family and she was able to break generational curses. Or how about if the person standing in the card aisle was a single mom and I was a single mom at one time and no one ever shared Jesus with me. And I really wonder if my life could have been differently had someone just given me the invitation. So what if this single mom is in the card aisle and she sees herself as unworthy? And what if in a moment of kindness that you shared Jesus and you changed her life forever? How about this scenario? What if the person buying a card was your husband? What if he turned to you and had tears in his eyes, but they weren't tears of sorrow, they were tears of gratitude? What if he was there buying a thank you card for you, his wife, because you are available for him? How about your husband being so grateful, so thankful to the Lord that you are no longer in BS, that your before submission waves have been cast out to the sea, that you have repented from your old ways? And that he's there to say thank you to you because you're available, because you're available for him, because you're available and you're not busy, B-U-S-Y, being under Satan's yoke all the days long. He's there picking out a card for you to show his appreciation to you because you have created a nurtured home for him. You've created a safe home for him. That once again, that you give him a voice in the family and he knows that his decisions matter. 
So in doing all that, he then goes out into the world. And think of all the people that he talks to in a day. So whether it's his coworkers, clients, customers, patients, depending on what type of job he's in, other family members, and even his own children. Think of all the people that he can have an influence on, all because you are acting in the ministry of availability within your own home. salty today with a prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for the sister that's listening to this episode. Lord, I pray that it has spoken to her heart about being busy and instead of being busy to open up her day so that she can operate in the ministry of availability. Lord, I thank you for your word and the illustration between Philip and the eunuch and how he led him to the Lord. Father God, I pray for opportunities that we can help others, help others to see you, to learn to love you, and to grow in you, all because we keep ourselves available. In Jesus' name I pray this today, amen. Thank you for listening to the Love, Honor, Obey podcast. I'm Carrie, and I am grateful for your time today. I pray this message has inspired you to edify your marriage. Please tell a friend about this LHO ministry. Share, subscribe to this podcast, and follow along on social media. Together, we can honor God's word by removing the BS on wives and showing others there is freedom in living as a godly wife.